If you miss Maddie and Mark, unbelievable. Here's a catch up. And we're talking about your favourite beaches in far north Queensland. TripAdvisor's just uh, announced their top ten list, voted by people that have, have travelled Australia and seen a whole lot of beaches. Uh, here in far north Queensland, one beach made the top ten, and that was Four Mile Beach in Port Douglas in a position number six. Uh, by the way, Manly Beach in Sydney uh, made the uh, top position. Uh, 13, 20, 7, 10. Love to know your favourite beach around far north Queensland and, uh, and why it's your favourite beach. Uh, one of mine is Palm Cove, mainly just because you can chill there under the palm trees and have a coffee. And also my young bloke Fisher, so uh, he loves to get onto the Palm Cove jetty and try his luck there as well. So that's my favourite Palm Cove. Uh, Noel, what about you, mate? You took away my sale when you said Ellis Beach and, um, and Palm Cove because years ago when I was younger, I used to love taking a day out to Palm Cove and sit there and just have a coffee and a meal. It was, like you just said, it was beautiful. And then I used to do Alice Beach with the cabin on the weekends. I used to take somebody up there and, and um, you know, relax. It used to be really nice. Yeah, you know, it's great. A cabin there, that'd be pretty good. Good on you, Noel. 30, 27, 10. What are your thoughts, Barbara? Um, I actually really don't think that one of the, you know, the top four, fourth top beach in Australia should be one that's in croc-infested water. I think that's really false advertising. I don't agree with that at all. Mm. Oh, well, thanks for your thoughts, Barbara. I'm not sure what the criteria is. I, I presume there's a whole lot of things like uh, beauty, I suppose, beach safety is another, and, and maybe facilities. 132710 uh, from Wonga Beach. Mel, what's your favourite beach? Oh, it has to be Wonga Beach, of course. Wonga Beach. <laughs> what, what makes Wonga Beach so special? There's nobody there, Mark. It's, it's desolate. It's lovely. And that's why you moved there? Absolutely. Got the beautiful view of Snapper Island. Just gorgeous. Oh, you've sold it to me, Mel. It's time to catch up with Tech Trev. He's over in Europe at the moment. He, uh, of course, got that great website, EFTM.com. Houston, we have a problem. Triple M's Tech Trev. And it's a very big morning for Tech Trev, who's in Barcelona. Hello, mate. Morning, mate. It is uh, freezing cold and about to snow here. Is that right? Wow. Yeah, fair dinkum. There are, there's a, the whole of Europe's having snow dramas and it has about hit Barcelona apparently. So, uh, frankly, I'm looking forward to that. But that's not what I'm here for. I'm here for Mobile World Congress, the world's biggest mobile phone and mobile network show where all the big companies, except Apple, uh, come to show off their wares. Uh, Mark, last night Samsung announced their new phone, the Samsung Galaxy S9. Huge event. Yeah. Millions of dollars probably spent on it. But, you know... The phone looks the same uh, as last year's model, a few refinements in it, but they've just focused almost entirely on the camera. They're trying to make the camera even better than it was before, super slow-mo mode, really great low-light performance for those times when you don't have you know, amazing light in the room or the area. And I think they want to they want to claim the title as the best camera on the market, which will probably in the next few weeks, once it's been fully tested by people, will um, will be the case. So I think it will be the best camera on the market. But still, twelve hundred dollars for the phone, up to fifteen hundred dollars depending on which one you want. But um, it'll sell like hotcakes as they always do. Okay, so uh, as always with new products, I suppose people are pre-ordering so they get the first one. Yeah, every telco from uh, Virgin, Amazim, Optus, Vodafone and Telstra are taking pre-orders right now. Okay. And um, they'll be shipped or available in-store on the 16th of March. Now, we all know uh, Nokia and uh, that very reliable Nokia that was many years ago, but uh, they're going retro again, I believe, mate, with a classic. 
Yeah, this time last year, you and I were speaking about the Nokia 3310. Well, this year it's the 8110. Um, now, I had this phone uh, many years ago, late 90s. Uh, it was the banana phone. It bend kind of curved around the, the, the contour of your face. Um, it, was, it appeared in the Matrix quite famously. And they're bringing that back in a retro version. Um, the Nokia 8110 4G comes in banana yellow or black. Um, but it also, it's not just a dumb phone. It actually will have Facebook on it, Google Maps. And you can even hotspot the phone to give data to your other devices. So it actually isn't a bad little idea. Um, you know, I think it's just a you know hipster, funky thing. But oh, look, I wouldn't mind having one for a little while. It's um, probably not something I'd use regularly, but I think it'll come in about 150 bucks. Oh, and wow. I think okay. people will love it. Yeah. Is that the one that was that a flip phone or it's it slid over the key pads? Is it the one yeah, I'm thinking of? Yeah, it slid. So the, the the front of the phone slid down even further to curve around your your face, and the keys appeared there. So yeah. Quite a nice, quite a nice look to it. Okay, mate. Thanks for that. Enjoy Barcelona. Maddie will be back uh, next week to have a chat. Can you believe she's actually on a girls' week out? You know, us blokes have a, a, a boys' night out. She has a whole week. It's unbelievable. Although, don't speak to my wife. I am I'm in Barcelona for a week. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're talking about uh, being stuck in a situation, in particular, uh, if you uh, got in, into a situation like like a kid situation as an adult. Uh, yeah, we're talking about this lady who uh, got stuck in a high chair at a party and, uh, yeah, took her 20 minutes to, to get out. Uh, Emily's called through. Uh, what about you? Is it you or someone else that's got into a situation? Um, unfortunately, it was me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what happened? Oh, we weren't even having any drinks. We just thought it'd be funny if I got into one of my friend's kids' um, cars you know, that you drive with your feet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I managed to get the door shut with one leg out the windscreen and I went round the patio once and then it took me a couple of hours to get out. <laughs> oh, no. Wow. Why did you do this, Emily? <laughs> oh, we just thought it would be funny uh, and I obviously thought I was a bit skinnier than I was. <laughs> yeah. Did did anyone get any, any footage of this? No. Um, luckily, no. <laughs> but it is a well-told story. Um, anytime we do, we'll get together and have a few drinks. Yes, I don't think you'll ever let that one down. Good on you, Emily. Thanks for calling that through. <laughs> no worries. Simon's gone through. You've got one too, mate? Mate, I'm ringing up about being stuck in a situation <laughs> on the radio there. Oh, yeah? Is it you or someone else? No. Um, one of my son's friends. Okay. What happened? Uh, so we were camping, um, and he found a cable tie. So being about 10 years old, he thought it looked pretty cool around his neck. But every time we tried to get it off, it got tighter. So we found him about 50 metres from camp, looking a bit uh, panicked, and we saw why. And then um, trying to keep him calm while we found something to cut it off was uh, was quite uh, traumatic. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, they just do. They get tighter and tighter, don't they? They only go one way, and we were trying. To, we were holding his head down and pulling with our fingers under it next to his throat, so he could still breathe because it was so tight. While we went and found something to cut it off. Yeah, wow, that would have been uh, scary. Yeah. Maddie and Mark weekdays from five thirty on ninety nine point five Triple M. Find more catch ups at triplem.com.au.